So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Matthew Bailey, and this is the debut episode of Hip Hop's Top 10. That's the title I came up with, and I'm sticking with that right now. So, yes, this is my second podcast, because as you know, I am the creator and co-host of the BBB Radio podcast, where we talk about you know movies and TV shows. But in this case here, it's just all about hip-hop. We're celebrating 50 years of that glorious art form called hip-hop. And, you know, to, to kick things off, I have, you know, special guest, uh, E. Smitty, you know what I mean? Um, singer, rapper, representing North Carolina to the fullest. Thank you for coming through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, what, we, what, what the gist of this uh, series is, basically, is that we're going to share our individual list of top 10 favorite hip-hop albums, I would say, of all time, right? Of course, this is all subjective. You know, we all have our respective lists and whatnot. You know, it comes from our various experiences. But, you know, in this case here is just, you know, just merely to celebrate that genre of hip-hop, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, with this debut episode here, I will kick things off with my list, right? Just to get out of the way because, of course, with every interview that I'm going to do going forward, I don't want to repeat this list, right? So it's just to get out of the way so people know what my top thieves are, right? But, of course, E, you're here to just more or less compliment and be like, oh, okay, I, 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 I you know, I, I, I see what, you, what you're doing yeah, here. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like this yeah. thing. I like that thing, right? And then yeah, you want me following up. What? Are you crazy? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And in the following episode, uh, you know, it's coming up right after this, of course, uh, you're going to share your your top 10 list, right? Yes, 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 yes. So before we begin, right, just um, just a little, you know, a little bit of uh, criteria, right, before we go in, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I have my specific... um, you know, criteria in mind when it comes to my stuff, right? So in my case, you know, this just to get this out of the way, this is not the 10 greatest albums ever made in the history of whatever, right? You know, the uh, 10 mm-hmm. albums that pretty much represent, for me, what hip-hop um, offers, how it and how they just pretty much helped shape the way how I look at music and art and creativity and just life in general, right? Yes. Um, also, in my case, um, and it's going to be different for other people, of course, right? So even though I was born in the 80s, I really got into hip-hop in the early 90s, right? So I'm not, so there won't be in my list, sorry, um, any albums from the 80s, right? There's an honorable mention that's from the 80s, which I'm going to get into in a bit, right? But because I sort of grew up on hip-hop in the 90s, uh, yeah, majority of these are going to come from the 90s, right? And just to get this out of the way, the initial idea behind this was that I always had a top five list, right? In terms of just greatest hip hop albums. And they were all from the East Coast. Yes, I love East Coast hip hop. I am a huge, 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 huge fan of that. Um, and these top five that I'm going to list later on, they're just pretty much going to stay there until I die, right? They're not going to go anywhere unless these artists get, you know, canceled or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, they, they, they've, they've been there. They've pretty much been stuck, you know what I mean, with the, the holy quintet, as I call them. So, yeah, they're not going anywhere, right? But yeah. because of, you know, you know the celebration of, of hip-hop turning 50, I decided, you know what, let me just expand. Let me just get out of my comfort zone, right? So, I'm going to touch on, you know, a different coast, right? So there's going to be a couple of West Coast albums. There's going to be a Midwest album. There's going to be a Southern mm. album, right? So, you know, mm. it's just a spice and mm. things, up, you know, spice things up just a, a, a little bit, right? So there's going to yeah. be some variety, right, in, in my list, right? 
But um, also, I have to mention, too, they're going to cover, well, pretty much the, the um, decades I'm going to cover, uh, you know, the 90s, the 2010s. I'm not going to include anything from the 2020s because, I'm sorry, it's still early into this decade, right? And yes, we've had a lot of great albums that came out over the past three years. I would say one of which is your collaborative album with, you know, Shai Beat Yoda. Shout out to Shai, you know, with the beginning of. Yes, I, I had to do it. Yeah, I had yeah. to shout you guys out. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, yeah. brother. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Right. But yeah, um, so it's going to just cover three um, three decades, right? So sorry, but, you know, the, 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 it, it just seems, you know, fitting for me, right? Uh, right. Also, you know, I, I, I pretty much have this this written down as as notes, right? So I just read it through here, right? So um, just just a couple more stuff, right? Um, also for my list, right? There's not gonna be a group album and a solo album together on my list, right? So what that mm. means is is that if rapper A belongs to a group, I'm not gonna put the group album and the rapper A album on the list it's either going to be the group album or the rapper a album right i just want to make sure that for my list you know everybody gets their time to shine so to speak and not have like say two or three slots dedicated to one group right even though it's an artist yeah. represented that right if that makes sense right um okay and then well last but not least you know um just just to get this out of the way what was my honorable mention you know as, as i said it's something from the 80s right and believe you me, there's a lot of albums to cover, you know, just a lot of classic albums from the 80s, right, um, that I could easily pick out of a hat, right? But for me, my personal favorite has been and always will be paid in full, Eric B. and Rakim. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm gonna make sure it's broke. When I'm going, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder. Damn, but think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm. I hook a beat up, convert it into hip hop form. Write a rhyme and graffiti in every show you see me in. Deep concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild if you wanna be. I treat you like a child and you're gonna be named Another enemy, not even a friend of me Cause you'll get fried in the end when you pretend to be competing Cause I just put your mind on pause and I complete when You compare my rhyme with yours I wake you up and as I stare in your face You seem stunned, remember me? The one you got your idea from But soon you start to suffer The tuna get rougher When you start to stutter That's when you had enough of Fighting it'll make you choke You can't provoke, you can't cope You should've broke because I ain't no joke Joke Mm, yeah. Mm, um, mm, mm. The moment I heard, I ain't no joke. Just what I heard that James Brown sap. Let da 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 da. And then yeah. with that. Yeah. Then that. Then yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, with with just yeah. I mean, just just rock him with these bars though. Like I got a question: a serious as cancer, who can uh -huh. keep the average dancer hyper as a heart attack? Nobody smiling because you're expressing the rhyme that I'm styling. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Rock, rock him, right? The OG, right? The big OG when it comes to this hip hop shit, right here, man. So yeah, yeah. That is my honorable mention. I mean, I could yeah. include other 80s records here, but that to me is my honorable mention. Still, I want, you know, I want, one of if not my top favorite um, rap album from the 80s. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna interject right there um, uh, with um, that album and. It's crazy. Um, when we talked about it, we talked about doing this. You was like, uh, I think you said you was like, yeah, um, 
I had to kind of go back. I had to go back and change this and change that. And it was funny because, like, I'm the type of person like when I, when I get a, get an assignment, I jump on it. So I jumped on right. it. Like, okay, I want to get my list, and I found myself going back. Like, it, it was like a couple days later. Then it was like a couple weeks later. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, boom. But just to say something about. And I didn't put, and, and I love, and I love that to me, it's like my criteria is like some people have like a criteria, 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 and to each his own. It sometimes it can get overblown, and you know, I, I, I will always say in no particular order, blah, 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 but in saying that I don't, I don't have. I don't have paid in full on my list, but it's incredible that one of my favorite songs, period, is uh, Eric B. is president. You know what I'm saying? And and for whatever reason, I'm like, you know, I said, let me, like, while I'm talking to you, I said, let me go in here and see. Because I know that was one of the singles that came out. I said, was that on paid in full? And I go back and I'm like, oh, shit. It's on. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Some people might take it to follow the leader, but no, that's that's totally different. Yeah. It's a monster, man. It's a monster. Mm. But yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah, paid in full. Yeah, that's woo. Yeah, oh and, and of course, you know, that that well the, the you know, the title song, um, the cool cut remix that was all over the radio when I was a kid just growing up, just hearing that just over and over and over that I, I had no clue who these guys were and then I, I you know schooled myself on these guys and I'm like, wow, you know I mean love that oh, album, right? Man. So Thank yeah, you know, uh, let's waste no time, man. Let, let's jump into my top 10 list, right? And I would say 10 to 6 are in no particular order. I mean, the top 5 are, you know, 5 to 1. But, you know, um, for the for the, for the the sake of this um, for this episode here, for this list here, yeah, it's going to be 10 to 1, right? So uh, number 10. Um, this is a record here that may not be one of the best rapped albums of all time, but it is certainly one of the best produced albums of all time. So I have to go to the Midwest for this one by Slum Village. Fantastic. Mm. Volume 2 is my mm. number 10, right? You ain't got to play hard to get. I know you. I know you like the art of sex. I'm putting down my plan like an architect. It's for you. Uh-huh. We can all get wet. I got a lot of nerd talking this to you, right? I'm straight up. Huh? This should make sense to you. Girl, you ain't got a front. Don't be acting dumb. Hey, if you got the goods, then I want some. I'm trying to get down, this ain't no lie, deep die. But I ain't never fucked with a menage de trois. It's three like the stripes on the eye, die. Getting live like we at the Mardi Gras. Getting live like we at the Mardi Gras. Three is the matching number, ask my partner. Nah. I be serving that ass like a bartender. I'm on it, you won't, you ain't watching, ya. Yeah. I'm on it, you won't, you ain't watching, ya. Yeah. I'm on it, you So, funny thing is, right? So, with with, with this um, with this series here, just forgot to mention, we're gonna do like a little backstories as to how we got into those records. It wasn't just you know somebody just gave me an album like, oh wow, I love this, right? No, no, I I had to school myself on these um, artists, right? So for me, with Slum Village, right? Um, I didn't even know about the group until uh, they came up with a third record, which was Trinity Past, Present, and Future, right? And the lead single mm-hmm. for that was Tainted, which came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. 
think of her, think of me. Think about us since the intimacy. I'm trying to strum you like guitars in this bass. Make you sit around and chuck it the blase place. Plus, you got a man, but he ain't quite me. The type of man that try to get you what you need. And he want to know where you are, where you be, where you going, where you stay, where you subject to be. Damn. If I was him, I wouldn't even need. I would trust you when you say that you are what you be. Say, he the type of nigga that's hella cheap. Take this girl on a date and they go to Mickey D's. See, I'm the type to try to stab in the Jeep. Try to take you out to see things and occasionally creep. Yeah, your man is doing things I can't really see. Don't sound too good, it sounds tainted to me. Um, the moment I saw that video on BT uh, Rhapsody, I, I fell in love with that song, right? Um, especially okay. that book, you know, from Dwelly. I love that, right? But at the yeah. time when I when I saw that, I didn't even know that G Dillo was part of that group and he had left to pursue a, yeah. a solo career. I, I had no idea. I didn't even know who yeah. G Dillo was at that time, right? So when I mm. when I did something, I was like, wait now, so he was part of this group. Alright. And at the time growing up, like this was when I started to get exposed to Neo Soul, right? Um, you know, I, I just started to to click with these sort of like we um these hazy sort of chilly backbeats and i didn't even know that g dilla had a part to play in just revolutionizing uh, revolution revolutionizing revolutionizing that song right if i put you the word whatever right i don't care yeah and it's only when i realized oh okay he was part of this group he was part of slum village i didn't even know that right so yeah i i, I sought out um fantastic volume two right and then i i, I checked out one of uh, of course right and that's where it all started right but yeah the moment I heard those beats on Fantastic Volume 2, I just fell in love with that album instantly. I I sought out nearly everything I could from G Dilla. Um, and I would say right off the bat, I am a huge, huge, huge fan of G Dilla boy. Just that sound, yes. just that what he was able to put together by Craftway. Yes. Wow. I yes. mean, going too soon, RIP G Dilla boy, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, it was, it, it, yeah, just what he was able to do and what I love about this album here in particular right is that you had T3 and Batten you know rest in peace to Batten as well um, and they were just able to tap into each and every vibe that Dilla was going for you know what I mean and they just mm-hmm. presented them in these sort of like loose sort of lead back flow so that's why I said it may not be the best wrapped album of all time right but just how all three artists were just in tune with what they were doing together and they just came yeah. up with some dope songs right and they you know with some catchy ass hooks they got great guest features from DJ Jazzy Jeff uh, Buster Rhymes Q-Tip D'Angelo and even Pete Rock right and mm-hmm. I mean the beats themselves are just so smooth and just so laid back and so nocturnal right they could yes. dance to them you could bop your head to them or you could like me if you just vibe out to them right and I'm gonna close yeah. this right it also has one of the best closing songs of any album right yes I said it that's <laughs> Go Ladies right that is one of the best closing songs of any rap album I've ever heard in my life, right? Oh, wow. And um, I'm a close close with this, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Even Questlove of, of The Roots, right? You know, shout out to The Roots, right? Even came yeah. in at the very end of that track, right? The end of the album and says, you know, Slum Village is one of the greats of all time, man. And, and I mean, he is absolutely right in my opinion. So yeah, again, R.I.P. Dilla, yeah. R.I.P. Batten, T-Tree Salute. I love this album. Um, yeah. you're, you're familiar with Slum Village, right? Or at least with, with J. Dilla, right? Very. Yeah. yeah, very, very, yeah, very. Um, um, one of the first songs that I heard was um, "Tainted." "Tainted" is one of my um, favorite songs. Um, Slum Village, um, plenty of records, but as far as um, as far as Dilla, 
Um, I, I had read up on Dilla and one of my good friends, man, shout out my man, um, my man, uh, Arian, man. Um, he, um, he turned me, he, he gave me all these CDs cause he downloaded a, a whole bunch of music to his computer, but he had like a crazy CD collection and he gave me, um, the, uh, I think it was the, oh, he gave me Donuts. He gave me Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's his, well, the last record that he put out when he was alive. Yeah, oh, I think it was yeah. released posthumously, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gave me Donuts and he gave me um, Welcome to uh, Detroit. Welcome and, to Detroit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah. and, I, and I, <clears throat> I got old, like, the crazy part about Dilla is that I knew about Dilla unknowingly because when it came out, we found out like, wow, he was a part of this, he was part of that. He was that guy that was doing stuff that we didn't know. We didn't know that that was, and that was the, that's the dope thing about Dilla is that nothing ever sounded the same. Nothing ever sounded the same. It was just filled with just soulfulness, dopeness, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It, incredible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dilla, man. Oh my God. I actually, I actually recorded, um, he got a, he has a uh, track called, I, I want to call it um, Love. Uh, is it, I think it's love, but I I did a song. Oh, I, I know that instrumental. That 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 is a go-to instrumental when it comes to. That's the, the one. Rock. Love. I know. I know love. that. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, and I want to make sure that I that that that's it because I don't want to say the wrong thing. But I actually um, that that instrumental. Um, oh my god! I actually wrote. Hold on. I want to make sure. You know what? That's not that's that love is incredible, but that 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 wasn't it. But it's a it's another. Um, uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll, oh, I'll okay. I'm sorry. It's like you got it. It's like love. Oh, like, like, he, he it, did, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he did an instrumental. It's called Life, and I I wrote, and I'm not trying to that big what I'm doing, but we're talking about mm. Dilla. That that beat and that melody, oh my god! I I, I wrote a song called um, I did a song called um, Yancey Street. Shout out DJ One Ten. He he um, recorded it and he he did vocals on that. But it's a song I called it Yancey Street, using his last name um, yeah. James uh, Yancey. Well, James Yancey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, yo, I wrote like three versions of that song, man. And but oh. yo. Yeah, I wrote three verses. I only re released one. Oh man, yeah, Dilla, man, Dilla. Uh, we could do a we could do a whole podcast about. Dilla. I, I, I know, yeah, and and you know this little shout out here. I believe Hulu is going to be dropping a documentary series. I think about him. So I I, I can't I wait to see that. that. Yeah, yeah, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Great, 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 great selection, man. Great selection. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, number nine. I'm gonna just say it like this. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you're in trouble. One, two, three into the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low death, make us so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfadeable, so please don't try to fake this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand. 
from a young G's perspective. And before me digging a bitch, I have to find a contraceptive. You never know, she could be earning her man and learning her man. And at the same time, burning her man. Now you know I ain't with that shit, Lieutenant. Ain't no pussy good enough to get burned while I'm offended. Yeah. And that's realer than real deal, holy feel. And now you hookers and hoes know how I feel. Well, if it's good enough to get broke off a proper chunk, I take a small piece of some of that funky stuff. It's like this and like that and like this, Anna. It's like that and like this and like that, Anna. It's like this and like that and like this, Anna. Drake creep to the mic like a fan. Well, I'm peeping and I'm creeping and I'm creeping. But I damn near got caught, cause my beeper kept beeping. Now it's time for me to make my impression felt. So sit back, relax, and strap on your seat, yo. You've never been on a ride like this before With a producer who can rap and control the maestro At the same time with the dope rhyme that I kick You know and I know I flow some old funky shit To add to my collection This selection symbolizes dope Take a tote but don't choke If you do, you have no clue Of what me and my homie Snoop Dogg came to do It's like this and like that and like this and uh It's like that and like this and like that and uh It's like this and who gives a fuck about those So just chill to the next episode. Yes, Dr. Dre's <laughs> The Chronic. I had to put this on my list, right? Oh, I had to man. put this on my list. Um, okay. Still to this okay. day, okay. I am amazed that the line and all the hookers and hoes know how I feel remains <laughs> unedited. Like, if you were to see that music video for Ain't Not Merge Eating um, on, yeah. on, um, on television, right? Or if you hear it on the radio, that line is still there, right? If I'm not mistaken. Um, and yeah. For me, right? So back in the early 90s, when I had no clue who Dr. Dre or N.W.A. were, right? Um, this album just kind of came and just landed on like this like California-sized meteor. I just changed everything, right? Um, Dr. Dre became a household yeah. name. Snoop Dogg, who's called himself Snoop Doggy Dogg, of course, was introduced to the world. I mean, that one, two, three, two, the four. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the door. At the door, sorry, everybody knows that, right? Um, people wanted how they could get yeah. a guy like Nate Dogg, or Peter Nate Dogg, to sing on their records. And it was just, it's just gangster rap just came and just changed the playing field where it came the type of music that you could hear on radio, like on mainstream radio, right? Um, I'm not even gonna debate which of Dre's three records are the best because I mean I love all three, right? Even Compton, right? But the reason why I really love Compton was because the Street on the Compton movie was coming out back in 2015, and I love that movie. So yeah, Compton was like a great, you know, um, equip, um, complement or should say complimentary album to that, right? But for me, yeah. and I know there's a lot of like um, you know um, 2000 fans out there, but for me, the Chronic is my absolute favorite of the three, right? Uh, really because of the sound of it, just that G Funk song, right? It's like every time you just mm-hmm. heard that sin, that yeah. you knew yeah. it was G-Funk. You knew it was Dre or somebody aligned with Dre that was behind that, right? And it was just so pure West Coast though, to the point that even when the album was released, I believe it was in December of 992, yeah, there's a couple of tracks that address the, the Roddy King riots and just the outcome of that trial, right? And they're, they're brutal, like they're, they're tough to listen to, but it just kind of just set that tone of you know just the aggressiveness and just that you know don't give a shit <laughs> vibe of that album right which yeah I, I could totally rock with right and you could see the influence of that record today whether it's like through the rap styles of um, Kendrick Lamar or even Eminem yeah Eminem is like a, a, yeah. a, a true 
um, student of Dr. Dre, right? It, whether it's true producing or rapper, yeah. you can see oh, yeah. it, right? And yeah, just a just a ton of rappers and producers that just, you know, um, you know, from the West Coast as well, as well, but you know, outside the West Coast, who owe you know their style and sound to Dr. Dre, man. So yeah, for me, I had to put this as my number nine. You know, the Chronic. Incredible, in, incredible album. Um, the Chronic, the Chronic in ex- in itself, man, is like a it's a staple. It's a staple for, um, like, if, if somebody wants to um, learn about hip-hop, okay, I'm going to give you this one, I'm going to give you this one. Oh, you got to hear the chronic. You have to hear the chronic. And the visionary, I love their videos behind the, those songs, man. When you when you hear, when you think of nothing but a G thing, you think, you see, you see the video. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Straight yeah. up. You know, you know the, the, the Kalaxi 6'4s. Yeah, you know, that, that that guy, you know, with the barbecue, and you know, he's strapped to the back of his um, his his pants and all that kind of stuff. You you do that, right? And you yeah. know, that that yeah. hydraulics. Yeah, you do that. You do that, right? Yeah, hydraulics. Yeah, yeah. Such, such yep. a great album. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Incredible. All right, but that's Incredible. not going to be the last hip uh, West Coast album I'm going to mention here, right? So just let you do. All right, so number eight, uh, okay. how I got into this record here was was kind of sort of interesting, right? So, uh, back in the 2000s, there was this little series on Adult Swim called The Boondocks, right? And there was an episode called Let's mm. Nab Oprah, which I, which is a goddamn masterpiece in my opinion, right? And I heard three songs. <laughs> Strange Ways. Nobody move a goddamn muscle. You best start acting like you're a mannequin or something. Like you want to stand in the way. Everybody get on the ground. Now. Now. Nobody make a goddamn sound. Read it. How do a whole heat and preach non-violence? He about stop speech, come on, silence. On one starry night, I saw the light. Heard a voice that sound like Barry White said, show me the light. Get down! Everybody get down now! Where's Oprah? And all caps. So nasty that it's probably someone in the traps. Then he told the people you can really imagine. Keep your battery charged. He know it won't stick, yo. And it's not his fault. You get slow. She let your trick hold. She holds a sick glow. Plus nobody can once he had a breakdown. And you know I know that's a bunch of so butter. People slow At the very end of that episode, I just saw this cover, this black and white cover with this dude with a Dr. Doom mask on his face. I was like, what is this? And then I sorted it out for mm. myself. And through that, I was introduced to MF Doom and Mad Lib. Yes, uh. my number eight is Mad uh. Villainy from Mad Villain, a.k.a. Mm. MF Doom and Mad Lib. Hold a cold one like he hold an old gun Like he hold a microphone and stole the show for fun Or a foe for ransom Flows is handsome Holes in tandem Anthem Random Tantrum Phantom of the grand old Opry Ask the dumb hottie Mask pump shoddy Somebody stop me Hardly come sloppy on a retarded hard copy After rocking parties he departed in a jalopy Watch the drop top poppy known as the grimy, limey, slimy, try me, blimey. Simply smashing in a fashion that's timely. Mad villain dashing in a beat rhyme crime spree. We rock the house like rock and roll. Got more soul than a sock with a hole. Set the stage with a goal to have the game locked in a cage, getting shocked with a pole. Overthrow it like throwing over a biscuit. A lot of bitches think he's overly chauvinistic. 
Nigga is dick if that's the case. Racks what a waste. There's more cats to chase. Dogs, you got it like new powers. Woke up broke, spit the shit in a few hours. Sheesh, been on lease since the Glee Club. Had your fans saying, please make me a dub. Well, since you asked kindly, where he been behind the mask, who can't find me? You're blind in the wine zone, leave your mind blown when he shine with the nine, he's a rhinestone. Cowboy. A true, true, true cult classic when it comes to underground hip-hop, right? And it made sense at the time why I didn't hear any singles for this on the radio or see any videos on MTV or BT, right? Because, I mean, my lips production was just so strange and left field, right? And MF Doom was, yes. again, the first only rap I ever saw, Rock of the Friggin' Dr. Doom Mask, right? And for me, it was just that underground non-commercial aesthetic that made the album work, right? Just that idea that this is not going to sound like anything you ever heard in your life, right? Um, yeah. MF Doom is a beast on this, though. He just comes through with these stellar um, multi-syllable, you know, um, rhymes throughout this in this album, right? Just so clever with your wordplay, but I, I just, what he was talking about, like, our true example, like, got more cheese than Doritos, Cheetos, and Fritos is still one of the hardest bars I ever heard in my life, you know? Like, mm. nobody would come out and say that. Nobody would say that that he did right um yeah and my lip for example this covered up with these dope ass beats so case in point where that line came from was a so-called accordion like the guy just took this really sad accordion beat and this made it into oh, something that you could just nod your I head to like oh i love accordion he just nodded your head to like yeah this is like the yes. illest shit ever Sure. I love I love I love right? Yeah. And I'll close with this, right? Mad Villainy for me sort of paved the way for future rapper producer collapse, right? Whether it's Ronnie Jules, right? Killer Mike and LP. Or even Mad Lib, you know, with uh who would work with Freddie Gibbs on both Pinata and Banana. Two of my favorite yeah. albums, do the best albums I would say of the 2010s, right? And uh, yeah. fun fact, a year after this episode here goes up, uh Mad Villainy will be turning 20 years old. And believe you me, 20 mm. years from now, it is still going to slap. Man. It's still going to slap. Love this album, cool. R.I.P. M.F. Doom. Salute to my live, man. So yeah, my villainy. R.I.P. Um, M.F. Doom. Um, oh my God. Um, you know, I'm, and, and I'll be honest. Um, I remember, I remember um, M.F. Doom when he was um, when he was in KMD. I, re- I remember yeah. um, Peace Plus and all that, and it was like. Um, I loved his approach to to rhyming. He had no, he had it was no rules. It was no rules. I mean, and with people like him and Mad Lib, it's a perfect combination because it's no rules. It's no rules to it. We just we say what we say. We do what we do. Um, he is uh, man. It's, 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 I, I, I know, I know. It, it's 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 you're pretty much speechless, but yeah. I, I know. Um, I, I will close this though. Like, yeah. just I believe it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was all years day, all years night actually, 2020 when you know the world got that news and MF Doom died. But it was like, wow, that that was a hell of a way to end that year, boy. But again, you know, RIP to MF Doom. I still want to agree to ever do it, you know. Well, I wanna I wanna throw a side note in there. Uh, well, for, first off, like I said, I'm not gonna be the one to say, "Oh man, I, I knew everything." Like I knew about Doom, and I knew his legacy, and a lot of stuff I I found out. Like wow, 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 wow. You know, I mean, he he is the culture. But a, a side note, um, 
we um me and Shaw was gonna release the Soul Powers album. We we was about to release the Soul Powers album, and we found out that MF Doom passed, mm. and we stopped. We stopped. We stopped. Like man, this is. This is this is a lot going on right here. We need yeah, to pay. Yeah, you, you, you type the breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to We we have to pay respect and show homage. And then a flip side of that, it's like, man, come on, man. This is this is a giant. This is a giant, man. And nobody gonna be. They don't, they don't care how good we sound. Like, no, stop the presses. And it actually gave us time to do a couple more things. And boom. And, and a couple weeks later, after that. We released the uh, the beginning of, but we right. stopped it. We stopped it because of MF Doom, straight up. Right, right. I, I, I got you. I got you. All yeah. right. Uh, number seven. Um, speaking of great rap groups, you have to go to the south now. Mm. Yeah, Aquemini from Outkast. this i mean why i mean why not right i mean why not? At, th- at this point in time what more can be said about outcasts right uh their, their music has pretty much transcended what what was what is possible in, in, in rap music right um yes and i mean honestly it's really hard to say which of their albums is the best right many mm-hmm. will see stan Cunha, right and rightfully so others will see Italians. i would even understand if your favorite is southern playlist the Calac music right and i mean yeah. i love all three of those albums right yeah, yeah, yeah. the one that always stuck out to me was a criminal right there was something about how moody and jazzy you know organized noises production was and yeah. how 
Big Boy and Andre Three Thousand approach their subject matter, right? From a from a mature perspective, like you know, we we've you know we've been doing this this rap thing for a few years now, but we've learned a lot, right? Um, and you know, it's just how they express that through their their rhymes, right? And also the the bare fact that they are outcasts, right? You know, they were pretty much shunned at a point in time from both the east and the west coast. You know, that was during the whole you know infam- um, infamous feud and whatnot. But yeah, they yeah. they really had a lot to say, right? Just just quoting Andre with his um. His acceptance speech at these sorts, right? To the classic moment, oh, right? Man. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just loved about with this album here and you know, with the group going forward, is that they just always evolved, right? They they always challenge themselves, they always challenge the audience, but yeah. they always stay true to themselves, right? Um yeah. it features uh Spottyotti or Spodioti Dopalicious, which was still the first rap song I ever heard that incorporated spoken word. I never heard that before in my life until I heard that mm. track, right? Um, but mm. for me, the, it's the second to last track, Liberation. That's the moment where, for me, just, just look at the trajectory of Outcast. That's where they really transcended, boy. Where, you know, it was just everything it was just, everything worked, right? Um, whether it's um, Andre and Big Boy singing, um, CeeLo and Erica Badu's doing the soulful verses, um, mm. the really atmospheric and meditative production. And of course, Big Rube. I mean, shout out to Big Rube, right? Um, the, the poetry piece that he does at the end. I love, love, love that point. Yeah. But yeah, um, love that album. Yeah. I would say easily one of, if not the best Southern hip hop album ever me so yeah okay so coming night yeah hey i mean what 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 can i say um being um being from north carolina but actually i mean it's, it's nc first all day but i've actually been in georgia i've been living in georgia longer than i live in um north carolina and one of one of, one of the highlights for me in my time was you know, hearing these songs when I went back home, you know, in the nineties, and hearing these outcast songs, and they talking about I catch the um so and so I catch the the um the martyr hit um with with me and my me and my um me and my I don't say the N word publicly like that, but mm. me and my N word uh rode the martyr through the hood. And oh yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, to yeah, yeah. Love, love that song. Yeah, 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 and 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 actually, like, yo, I I catch I catch the martyr. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's oh, okay. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the martyr, the martyr is the transit system. Um, is the transit system here in Atlanta? Martyr, as people say, they said moving, um, uh, moving, uh, moving in Atlanta. ATLians rapidly through Atlanta. Like somebody broke down that 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 acronym. But yeah, Marta and then hearing about old Nat L and all that stuff. Like these are places that I've gone to. I was in I was in College Park. I live in College Park. Um Whoa. Stone Mountain, you know, all mm-hmm. that. I, I never lived in East Point where 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 Big Boy's from, but you know, mm-hmm. South um, Southwest, the SWATs, all that. To hear to hear that and, and and to go back home to North Carolina, like yo, I know this, I know this man, but yeah, man. Um Joe Budden just said that uh he he feels that um Outcast is the best group of all time in hip hop. Mm. I, I I saw that thumbnail on YouTube, but I haven't watched this yet. But yeah, yeah that, I haven't that, watched that's, that's a really great He just said that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, uh, but I thought uh, just before we jump into number six, I thought you would at least mention uh, Rosa Parks, because yeah, like like the first time yeah. I heard that song, it just that just oh, that moniker break though in the middle, well near the end of that song, I'm like wow, like 
somebody decided in 1998 where everything is all hyped up and what that i'm just gonna yeah. have a break and have this guy i believe it's his pastor whatever play a harmonica you're gonna rock out to this i don't care if you're in a club or if you're yeah. drunk or whatever you're gonna stop what you're doing <laughs> that's that was it, right that it was, was amazing that- that was actually, if if I'm not mistaken, that was his um, stepdad. That was, his, and I think he's a pastor, but that was his stepdad that played that. Uh, my big boy's stepdad. Oh, that was Andre. Andre. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That he that played that. Yeah, and that's the thing with Outcast is that they were like, you know what? And 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 that's something that I'm cut from myself. It's like, yo, man, forget the rules, man. Forget the rules, man. We do what we want to do, and. Man, you man, it's there will never be. Of course, you know Andre said that um, Q Q Tip is Andre's favorite um, rapper. I don't know if you know that. Mm. Yeah, Q Tip. Andre said that's his favorite rapper. Period. So you know he got some something from you know we we learn we we learn from others. Yeah. But man, I mean, you know you can always man Outcast. It's it's only it's, it's Outcast is a one of one. Yes, yes, most definitely, most definitely, right? Uh, number six, I'm going to see it right, right here, right now. This was my pick for best album of the past decade. Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp, A Butterfly. All's my life I has to fight, nigga. All's my life I, hard times like, yeah. Bad trips like, yeah. Nazareth, I'm fucked up, homie, you fucked up. But if God got us, then we go be all right. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the bass down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. Where pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight. Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord knows. 20 of them in my Chevy. Tell them all to come and get me. Reaping everything I sow. So my karma come in heaven. No preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a motherfucking gangster in silence for the record. Uh. Tell the world I knew it's too late. Boys and girls, I think I've gone great. Inside my face is all day. Won't you please believe when I say? When you know we've been hurt, been down before, nigga. When our pride was low, looking at the world like where do we go, nigga? And we hate poor, poor. Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure, nigga. I'm at the preacher's door, my knees getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gon' be alright, alright, nigga. We gon' be alright, nigga. We gon' be alright, we gon' be alright. I will never forget listening to this record when it first came out back in 2015 and my jaw dropped at the midpoint of the final track, Mortal Man, where I heard Kendrick and he was just like conversing with Tupac of all people. Yeah. Like everything just stopped for me. I was like, the fuck? What? And I, at the time, I just thought that that is like the ballsiest thing I ever saw a rapper do, right? Take yeah. it from like a deceased rapper <laughs> interview that he did and yeah. rework it as this conversation that he's having with him. And that is just part of what makes this album a masterpiece, right? So, um, 
really and truly what why this album worked for me, right, is just the concept of it alone, right? So this is coming off of Good Kid Mad City, which a lot of people, you know, consider his best record, right? That was up until this record came out, right? Um, yeah. And pretty much he was just exploring his success as a rapper, but it was from a more kind of cautionary standpoint, right? He was more kind of talking about the guilt that he felt from, you know, pretty much ignoring his family and friends both intentionally and unintentionally right so it's all about the pursuit of the american dream right um trying to deal with the true alcohol and various vices and all that kind of stuff right um and then always feeling that depression and survivor's guilt right especially from where he's from you know with compton right and at the same time you know he's trying to find ways to to make his life better but he doesn't want to keep those things for himself he wants to spread that to his homies right so i just love like you know the second half where you know like he goes to south africa um, where you got that track um uh i forgot uh, how much how much a, a dollar cost right a really yeah. powerful track right and just wanted to bring all that knowledge all that wisdom that he acquired to his people right and yeah mm-hmm. that that click with me right um but i just love how complex kendrick is on this record right like he could celebrate his his success right but at the same time, he will wrestle with depression and temptation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he will try to find answers, right? Either at, in, in, in Compton, where he has to leave his home to find it, you know what I mean? It just covers so much ground, right? And yet, it does not beat you over the head. It doesn't feel too heavy. It just flows so naturally from start to end, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could talk for days and days and days about this, but like when I heard that record for the first time, I knew this was destined to, to be a classic, right? Um, I mean, the teams are just so compelling. I mean, the sequencing just from start to end is just magnificent, in my opinion, right? I love the production, um, how funky and groovy and soulful it is. Um, guest, guest features are superb. And of course, I mean, Kendrick is just wrapping his ass off from start to end, man. So, yeah, long story short, this is still his best album to date. Um, it's one of the greatest albums of all time, calling it right now. Yeah, I mean, I love, 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 love to, to, um, to Pippa Butterfly. So yeah, <laughs> any thoughts on that album? Well, you know, I'm gonna tell you like um, I've said it before. Um, the way the way that I consume music is um, has always been different. Um, it's just always been different. Um, I'm the type of person where, and I'm not a hater at all. Period. I love great music. Period. I don't care where it's from. Um, but when everybody is on something, I'm I'm usually like I'm to the side and I mean you, 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 you're not, you don't want to jump on hype trains. I, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. And, but 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 at the same time, it could be um, I'm open. Like I, I'm like you know I'm I'm not the judge and the jury, but I'm not quick. You know I don't. It's to this day I'm, I'm still that way. But um, one of my guys, um, he got um, to pimp a butterfly. CD and he gave it to me. I already knew um, Kendrick was nice. Kendrick is dumb nice. And let me tell you something. I played that. I was I, I was working. I was and I had to drive like miles or so, so I had time to listen. Sonically, I mean, through the roof as an MC and as an artist, he is he is one of the best to ever do it. Sonically, musically as well. Oh my God. It's like, you know, and, and that's the thing that, you know, Dr. Dre, anything that's affiliated with Dr. Dre, like, like 
to this day, people are still trying to figure out like, what is Dr. Dre move? What is he doing? Out? What is he doing with these knives to make it sound like? But then we got uh, Ali. You know, Ali is a, a is an incredible engineer who yeah, died yeah. with TD all that. So yeah, man. So yeah, I I listened to it and it's it, it's literally. I'm not gonna sit here and say I can like go word for word and and, and all the lyrics and stuff, but it's definitely it's a masterpiece. That's. If you want to have an example of a masterpiece to Pimp a Butterfly, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so now my top five, right? My, my my holy quintet of East Coast albums. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I love East Coast. I love East Coast, too. I love East Coast, too. I love East Coast, too. I'm from the South. I love East Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, number five. Agree to disagree. The definitive GZ album. Reasonable doubt. I keep it real in the most. I know you're feeling it. Crystals are nice. I like the toes. I keep on spilling it. Bone crushes. I keep real close. I got the skill for this. On my back, the flyers closed. Looking ill as shit. Transactions illegitimate. Cause life is still a bitch. And then you die. But for now, life close your eyes and fill his dick. Since diapers had nothing to live for like them lifers, boy. Making sure every nigga stay rich within my cipher. We paid the price to circle of success. They turn my mic up. I'm about to hit these niggas. With some shit that'll light your life up. If every nigga in your click is rich, your click is rugged. Nobody will fall, cause everyone will be each other's crutches. I hope you fools choose to listen. I drop jewels, bust it. These are the rules I follow in my life. You gotta love it. Jiggy jigger looking gully in the joint. If y'all niggas ain't talking about large money, what's the point? I'm feeling it. Even if it ain't, I have to put this as number five. And I am not even going to get into the eternal debate as to whether it's better than the blueprints, right? I'm not even. Yes, 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 no, yes. No, 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 no. I actually did an episode of my BBB, BBB Radio podcast about that, right? Because we covered, you know, both reasonable doubt and the blueprint, right? But anyway, right? Um, okay. It is without a doubt one of his best records, and what I what I really love about it is that it literally kind of puts you in the passenger side, passenger seat, sorry, of Jeezy's ride, and he's just showing you all facets of his life, right, as a hustler, right. Um, there's some ups, so like say Brooklyn's finest featuring Biggie, uh, or feeling it, and there's some downs, like you know the evils or can I live, right. And Jay just has this yeah, yeah, yeah. infectiously like confident and cocky demeanor about it, right? So like mm-hmm. even though you're not from, you know, Marcy Gans, you're not from his hood, you that you haven't grown up the way he did, uh, you would shape by his circumstances. You could you could at least understand why he's in this situation, why he does what he does to yeah, survive, right? Um yeah. Here is really where you got to see how skilled of a wordsmith Jay was, right? I mean, over the years, you know, we always regarded him as one of the best lyricists, but this was the moment, this was the this was the, the, the record that kicked things off, right? Um and um, of, of course the, the, the instrumentals on this, right? I mean, shout out to, to DJ Premier, Ski, you know, formerly Ski Beats, yeah. um Clark Kent. I mean, just what they put into this album, you know, making it so mm-hmm. pure, you know, un, un, unadulterated um East Coast. It's just so pure, right? It was just that that griminess right yes. Um, yes. but yeah i mean reasonable doubt has been and always will be my top favorite jeezy record i mean i love the blueprint right i love the black album i love america gangster i love 444 right like everybody else right mm-hmm. but for mm-hmm. me this album is perfection beats rhymes teams everything works here so yeah agree or disagree e. 
brother. Brother, brother, brother. Um, let brother, me tell you something. Brother, 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 brother. I'm about to tell you about this reasonable doubt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, real talk. And I'm and I, I, I'm I'm not a liar. I'm not like I don't, you know, I don't just say stuff just to say stuff. Um I'm okay, I discovered Jay um the, the first one of the first times I heard Jay-Z, he was on a he was on a posse cut with um Kane and he did that Jay Chicken Show and Wise. Proof. I love yeah. that's yeah, Bust yeah. the Movie Show and Proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he does that G to the A to the Y to yeah, the yeah. Right. yeah. Jay checking the Y, checking the Z. All right. And I was like, when I when I listened to it, I was like, mm, it wasn't because that was in that I didn't know Jay's like when it comes to that, I'm, yeah, I'm that, that, was, that was what he got from um, Jazu, his mentor. Yeah, that that yeah. rapid fire. That, exactly, that's it. Exactly, exactly. And 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 the per, and the people and, and and I don't try to be like an overly like a uh, like a, a rap Nazi or purist. I'm a purist, but it's like I said, you know, my um, biggity, biggity, I was like, that's that's a fetch, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, long, but long story short, when I when I heard that song, I was like, ah, and then, but later on, I listened to it. I was like, oh man, dude is saying something. Fast forward, fast forward. The song that really got me, like, okay, wow. Um, uh, um, uh, what's that? Uh, Who you with? I love mm-hmm. it. I love business, shy business. You know, yeah. I was like, ooh, he he is riding that beat, boom. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm into him. I'm into him. Then I heard. Then I heard uh, standing on the corners, popping, dropping the hottest car drug you ever seen. Uh, hard knock life. Yeah, like, well, hard, hard knock life. That was that was yeah. all over the radio back in '98. That was that was Yo. like the anthem, the anthem. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And I'm like, oh, oh, because like I say, I'm from the south, love the south, and anybody from the south, especially this my age. You can never deny that the East Coast, New York, whether you like them or not, we it was New York that established this. And it's, you know, hey, you know, it is what it is. Okay, okay, to get to the point. So I heard those records. And then I said, okay, I got Hard Knock Life. Let me go back to this reasonable doubt and listen mm. to that. To answer your question, I love Jay. All the albums that he's done, Reasonable doubt. I've said it many times. I feel it's his best album. Period. And I'm not saying yeah. that to guys. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm serious. Anybody that knows Ask One Ten, I, I tell yo. Re, reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt is that album. Period. And and not saying he done done some incredible stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you talking about? Ooh, you talking about like sit. He said, um, he said um, that 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 um, that butter soft that butter soft leather or that that leather on the fines. Like I can see that that butter soft leather. And I remember the fines being on Happy Days. With that yeah, hard, <laughs> that, that hard looking um, leather coat. I'm like wow, this dude, this dude was so. Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he, was, he, was so, he was so self. He was so aware. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. For me, yeah, that that's my favorite. That's my favorite album by Jay Z is um, "Reasonable Doubt." Straight up, yeah. All right, yep. all right. Well, well, we're always sticking with the greatness here. Now we 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 keeping it going. 
So uh, mm-hmm. speaking of Brooklyn's finest, my number four spot, the notorious B.I.G.'s ready to die. Baby, baby. <laughs> it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kick and Free. Funk Master Flex, Love Bug Star Ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know. Yep, 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 yep. Of course, I had to put this on my list. Okay. Um, this this is one of those albums where there's little to no reason to skip tracks, right? Um, yeah. I love the sequences. It's it's excellent, right? I love how you just get this balance of like grimy tracks to like say suicidal thoughts, which is still one of the most chilling album closers ever recorded, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You have a uh, smoother cuts like you know Big Papa, uh, mm-hmm. One More Chance, which is funny, right? As I say, One More Chance, because how I got onto Biggie was through the remix, the Stay With Me remix, because that was all over you know um, local television, right? And that's funny yeah. because like when I actually sit down listening, I was like, wait, that's not on the album, that's actually like a single. And I, I yeah. actually did the original One More Chance. I was like, all right, okay, I can live with that, all right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then of course there's Juicy, which is the Rags to Riches anthem for the ages. Like I mean, we could. Oh, we could all oh, we could both relate to that song, right? It was all a dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we could yeah. relate to that, right? Even oh, if yeah. we did eat sad, eat for dinner or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Um, you had bangers like you know Machine Gun Funk. I wanted few that actually prefers the DJ Premier version of it, but I love that song. Um, the what you know with 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 Metal Man, um, just oh, yeah. those, those yeah. back, that back and forth, boy. And yeah. unbelievable, which still remains. My favorite track of this record. Mm. Primo's beat on that. That do 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 do. I wish I, I wish I was like a fly in the wall during that 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 studio session. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could just see how Primo was able to build that beat though. That 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 beat gives me chills every time I, I hear it and think about it, right? But oh, really man. the beauty of this album is Biggie's lyricism. Right? Like when they say like his lyrics tell stories and paint pictures, they're mm-hmm. not lying. They really like put you in the shoes of every scenario he's talking about, right? Where, um, when he's that talking about himself cool. or somebody else where he's from right they put you Mm -hmm. right there man you know what i mean um so yeah i mean ready to die is a masterpiece biggie is still one of the best ever do it r.i.p to the black frag white salute yes yeah man salute salute to chris christopher wallace man i i've included his name in multiple songs that i've done man big man um i just i just hit up my man um mrk yesterday there was a Mm -hmm. video it was a video of him performing um, "Can't You See" with Total, and I was like, okay. "Yeah, yeah." All yeah, right, now, that, that's a song that was also on, on, on uh, heavy rotation back then. Oh and man! I, to, to this day, I just love that beat. That yeah, yeah, like it's a it's a it's a familiar beat, yes. But how he made it would do, I just beat it. It gave it that R that R R B 
you know, vibe to it, but it just had that, you know, East Coast that flavor, edge. Man. That's what I love about it, you know? Yeah. That flavor. G- give me all the chicken heads in Pasadena. Let me think what the prognosis. Oh, man, it's like. I love that. Yeah, man. And, 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 the, and the thing about Big, man, the thing about Big, it was crazy, man. Like, I don't, like, Big is, like, Big is, like, top. Big is, like, top three for me as MCs, period, right? And I don't, I don't, I don't have, I'm glad you said that because I don't have him in my list. You know what I'm saying? That, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's, 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 it's like, but I'm, I'm going by, you know, this, oh man, we can go for days, but yeah, that big man, big, big style and the way that he did things. That's why you can play, um, you can play, um, uh, 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 um, what's that, um, Hypnotize. You can play hypnotize. You can play hypnotize three thousand years from now, and it sounds like it was just recorded last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real talk, real talk. Dude, dude was. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. All right, Fleems, keep going. Right. So, uh, number three. Hmm. <sighs> Nas. The world is yours. The world is yours. I sip the dumb peak watching Gandhi till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes. All the words past the margin. The whole of mic I'm throbbing. Mechanical movement. Understandable smooth shit that murderers move with. The thief's theme. Play me at night. They won't act right. The fiend of hip hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe. The mind activation. React like I'm facing time like Pappy Mason with pins I'm embracing. Wipe the sweat off my dome, spit the phlegm on the streets. Sway Tim's on my beats, makes my cipher complete. Weather cruising in a six cab, a Montero Jeep. I can't call it. The beats make me falling asleep. I keep falling, I keep but falling. never falling six feet deep. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. The greatest. Yep. Now I will confess something, right? Back in '94, I had no clue who Das was. <laughs> Tell you why? Yeah. I never heard any Das songs on the radio. I never okay. saw any of the videos for this album on TV, right? I didn't have yeah. cable back then, so that's my excuse, right? I'm sticking yeah. to that, right? So the first time I ever heard or saw Nas was for his song "If I Rule the World." Imagine that, mm-hmm. which was with uh, Lauren Hill. This was off of his second album. It was written, which is a underrated classic in my opinion. It's very underrated, right? Oh yeah. But over the years, thanks to Rhapsody, that's when I saw the video for "It, um, it Ain't Hard to Tell." One love and the will is yours, right? And that's what I really dive in, into Nas's work, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, what more about Delmatic can be said at this point, right? Just tons of quotables, the best East Coast producers in the game at the time working with him. Um, Nas just sounded hungry, you know, just spitted bars at this level that would rival MCs like, say, Rakim or Big Daddy Kane. Um, easy dropping that verse that literally stopped the rap game in its tracks, right? Yes. For, for life to bitch. Like that verse, he just gave one verse and the rest was yeah. history, right? Um, even come on, heard that album and he dropped sense from his rap name, right? And he became a legend, right? Yeah, he was common sense and then he heard it about it. He's like, no, fuck this. He's common now, right? And he's, he's, a, he's a rap legend right now, right? Yeah, um, this this album has been like studied for decades. It's in the Smithsonian Institute of Music, for God's sake, right? But crazy, me, right? Yeah, yeah. For me personally, why I why this this album resonates with me, right? Is Nas himself and how he frames himself here, right? So yes, he is from the streets. He know people from the streets that do grimy shit, right? 
but he could have easily gone on that path, right? But it's yeah. because of his, I believe, his friend Ill Will who, who died, right? To the streets. You know, he chose a different path, right? He chose, you know, the mic, right? And yeah. I just I just love that, you know, he was just able to just pick this lane and just perfect his craft, right? So it's like he turned his back on the streets because he could rap and he could get out of the hood. He still raps the hood, right? In, in, in his songs to this very day, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, he always he always has the hood, you know, on his shoulders, right? But what I love, just this overall in general, I just love that it's the, the message what I get from this is that um, you can be a product of your own environment, but that don't mean that you have to settle, right? You could yeah. always strive for better regardless of what where you're from or what it is you're doing. And that's what Nas did, and that's why Nas is, you know, the legend that he is today, man. So, yeah, number three, Nas Ilmatic. So, yeah. Man, look, um, Nasir Jones... Um... Nasir Jones, anybody that knows me, they know that um, Nasir Jones is not not just my favorite MC, favorite rapper. He's my favorite artist, nice. period. And I love Marvin Gaye, Donnie. I sing, I rap. I love Donnie Hathaway. I love Amy Winehouse. I love the Eagles. I love a lot of stuff, but there has not been anybody as far as who, who has touched my life. Like, and I'll talk about it when I give my, my top 10, but somebody that grabbed me and hasn't let me go, you know, and to see him doing what he's doing now. But yeah, Illmatic, when I heard, um, I actually did a podcast, um, shout out that Feeling Podcast Network, where I did, uh, I said, why not see Jones while I was, just telling people why, why, like people know for years how much I love Nas, and just this, and I ended right here. I remember being um, in the clubs and hearing "It Ain't Hard to Tell," and I was nice. like, "Yeah," I was like, "I was like, damn." You know, that, that I what, are the, what, are, what are the best uses of human nature ever, in my opinion? Come on, man! That that right there, that right there, and um and the SWV remix of using that um mm. yeah when they did uh, I think it was, I, I, uh, I think no I think that SWV so came before you know it, it came up yeah, before that yeah, song yeah, yeah. And that, that I, I think good. that was a little pissed off by that but he was like you know what I, I still want to use this sample and well you know that's what yeah, we got that yeah. yeah and you know what's you know what's wild about that is that when when Nas because uh, um Lost Professor produced that when they did it. It was a problem and then you know they went to the label heads and stuff but it turns out that michael jackson was um he was he was a part of columbia he was a part of columbia with thriller and it got clear you know it got clear for them to use that sample you know that's that's michael jackson columbia you know columbia nas i mean come on but yeah when i heard it was a certain type of uh, uh way people rhyme and sounded at that time and to hear this cat talking what he talked like it took me years to realize when he said i drink my wet i drink my wet with medusa give a shotguns in hell from the split that split i left that in I the lifted it healed. Yeah. yeah yeah i no. mean just those two bars alone yo, yo, for, on, years, for years i thought he said i drink my wet with medusa give us i thought he was saying i drink my wet which is the champagne with medusa he was mixing something called medusa it was years later oh he's talking about medusa 
the yeah, Greek like the actual yeah, the Greek yeah. figure. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's giving he's giving her a shotgun like. So anybody who yeah. doesn't know about smoke yeah. it and blow it, boom! I'm like, oh my god, man! So and and yeah. and, and and to be so articulate, nice with it, and then and then and then he, um, I told my brother that I said Nas from the beginning has been pushing blackness, you know, being proud of being black and and knowing your history from the and 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 he's a. He he didn't finish high school. He he dropped out like eighth, ninth yeah. grade. You know, it, like, come on, man, dude. Yeah. He, he's the epitome to me. He's the epitome. So my number two of the one, right? Um, ah, they're, they're literally my yin and yang, right? When it comes to just my favorite albums and just how music defines me, right? So in some days, you know, number two will be my number one and vice versa, right? But for the sake of this list, I have to keep one above the other. So my number two is. Wu-Tang Clan, Enter the Wu-Tang, 26 Chambers. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job, had second hands. Moms bounced on old men, so then we moved to Shaolin land. A young dude, you're rocking the go-to. Low goose, only way I begin to G-York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gats for fun, but it was just the dream for the team. Who was a fan? martial arts movie fan right but the funny thing is i never really got to see like these 70s classics like 26 chamber shaolin now five deadly venoms right until like the 2000s right now around that time i knew about the wu-tang but that was basically through their track triumph right that was all over radio and whatnot right this was just basically every member in the clan on top of Mount Everest just spitting bars to their, like, their subjects like, look at us, we are gods now, right? That's, that's the best yeah. compliment I could give that track, right? And yeah. I knew about Cream through Rap City, right? Because mm-hmm. I believe it was either Tuesdays or Fridays it was used to air these, um, these 90s, um, these throwback joints, right? That's why I saw Cream for the first time, right? So, in the early 2000s, I said, you know what? Let me, let me give this Ed to the Wu-Tang album a listen, right? At the moment, I heard Shaolin Shadow Boxing and the Wu Tang Sword Style. If what you said is true, the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. And this was before I even saw the movie Shaolin vs. Wu Tang, which, by the way, kicks all sorts of ass, right? Yeah. When I heard that, and then I heard that sword, that shing, on God, I'll I'll let you try my Wu Tang style. And then Rizza just yelling, Bring the motherfucking ruckus! (laughs) Yeah. That was it. That yes. was it. My life yes. was changed forever when I heard that. 
Bring the Ruckus is still one of the hardest songs I have ever heard. Like I would say, like when it comes to like a group introduce themselves to the world and they come with this just this badass intro. Like say Brockhampton, for example, they did that same thing. They came out with just this you know kick down the door and just beat people up kind of shit you know we yeah, did yeah, yeah. that with their first ever track right and the first album and that's yeah. like and that's exactly what the wu-tang did with bring the ruckus right um so yeah about the album itself right Entity the wu-tang is by far greatest hardcore rap album ever made in my opinion right and there's so much about it i love though i love the dusty skeletal like beast heavy beats from rizza yeah um every member of the clan just spitting the asses off even if it's just for one moment like see master killer on um the, um, the mystery of chess boxing or like uh, a few songs yeah. like see you got for example um it's just and also the personalities that everybody brought to the table right whether it's the griminess of ghostface killer and raekwon um old dirty bastard who's just this drunk uncle who's like are you a warrior killer slash your shit like a samurai you know that kind of stuff there Metin Man and just how zooted he always sounds with that really like husky voice he has, right? But for me, why this album stands out so much is how the how the clan really incorporated their love of martial arts into the music, right? I mean, yeah, they'll talk about guns, right? But like the deadliest weapons that they have are their tongues, right? That's what they call them, swords, right? And like even on songs like say "Protect Your Neck," uh, "Bring the Ruckus," which I w- uh, mentioned earlier, and of course "Wu Tang Ain't Nothing to F With," all three of those songs still slap to this day, right? Um, you can just picture these cl- um, clan, right, as like these sword swinging warriors who just like chopping their head off, like just the opponents' heads off basically with every punchline, right? But you also get like mellow cuts that kind of just bring to light just the harsh environment they're from, right? Um, like, can it be so simple? Uh, tears. And of course, you know, the anthem of all, of, of all anthems when it comes to getting money, cream, right? I mean, cashews, everything around me, right? That is like an anthem for, for all of us, right? So yeah, for me, when I feel for something like really hyped up and grimy with some some kung fu movie samples, yeah, I will always go to Enter the Wu-Tang, man. I, I absolutely love this album. What can I say? What can I say? I mean, I, that that's that album. Let me ask you this: what What's your favorite record from from that album? Oh, from the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah. What, what What's your favorite song? Oh, favorite off, favorite off song on the album. Um, so much to choose from. I'm I'm, I'm mm. have to go with Wu Tang and to F with. Um, second, I would go with uh, Seven Chamber. And third, I will go with Protect Your Neck. But for me, Wu-Tang is to F with. That's, that's the anthem right there. I hear it. I just want to go yeah. and just beat somebody yeah. up like, Wu-Tang Clan is not the fuck with it, right? That's, that's just me. It just gets me insane, right? But yeah, that, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, quick quick story. Um, quick story and we'll keep it moving. Um, I saw, well, my, my probably my favorite song, it's a lot of songs I love, Clan in the Front. Clan in the front was is is my shit. Clan in the mm, front, yeah, yeah, Jizza, yeah, Jizza, Jizza is my favorite MC out of uh, Wu Tang, and then then I don't blame you. for me. Oh, oh yeah, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you for those picks. Yeah. yeah, 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 and and um, yeah, um, I actually saw, I saw Wu Tang in alive two times. I saw them. Wow. I saw them at a club. Both times, both times I saw them, I saw them for free. They they came to a, a cook their lucky first album. You. <laughs> they came to. Oh my god, man! Like yo, real talk. Um, I saw them. 
It was a club, Kamikaze. It's, it's not there. It's in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, mm. If you got to the club, they had anybody and everybody who was doing their thing. Nas came through. I didn't see Nas there. Mary J. Blige, you name it. Um, if you got in there before 10 o'clock, you got in there for free. Like, it didn't matter who was there. We, I got in for free. It was um, the Alcoholics and then Wu-Tang came on. You know what I'm saying? Um, I went to the bar to get a beer. Jizzle was standing right beside me getting him a beer. Um, <laughs> walking out of the club, walking out of the club, Raekwon is sitting on this barrel and I was like, yo, cause I cause I, I saw them in um Atlanta at Grant Park first before I saw him in Raleigh. And I was like, yo, man, I saw I saw y'all in um in Atlanta, man. Y'all killing. He, you know, he dapped me up. It was like, yo, man, love is love, all that. Yeah, man. So yeah, man, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love, love that album, right? So yes, sir. what is my number one? Hmm, what is my number one, mm. right? So, mm. you know, when I feel it for, for some grimy shit, I'll listen to Eddie Wuta, right? When I'm in the mood for something kind of smoother, jazzy, and upbeat, and uplifting, I go to this. Listen up, everybody, the bottom line. I'm a black intellect, but I'm refined. Be precision like the bullet, target bound. Just living like a hookup, the hardest sounds. Now, when I say the harlot, you know I need the hot beat of the equator, the rough that's in the pot. Jalik, Jalik, you wind up your hip. Drafting of the poets, I'm the number seven pick. Licks, 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 boy, when your backside. Licks, 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 boy, when your backside. Listen to the fate of Shahid, let's it glide. Took the earthly body, heavens on my side. Even in Santa Domingo, and I got a gringo. We got mics, when do we go? Know a little nigga who can rhyme when your ass beat. Short, dark, and plus his voice is fast. Like one for the trouble, two for the bass. You know the style tip, it's time to flip this. I like my beats hard like two day old shit. Steady eating booty MCs like cheesecakes. My man, I'll be sure he's in effect mode. Used to have a crush on doing for men both. It's not like Honey Dick would want to get with me. But just in case I own my condoms, then TLC. Now the formula is this me tipping Ali. For those who can't count, it goes one, two, three. The empty ram rattles. They pick up is who I be. Brothers find it's hard to do, but never me. Some others try to dip with Malik. You see him bitching me, not care about them DBMC. But shit is hitting. Trini Gladiator. Hesitator, Shahid pushed the fader from here to Grenada. Mr. Energetic, who me sound pathetic. When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic? Yeah, my number one top favorite album of all time is none other than Midnight Marauders from a tribe called Quest, the greatest rap group of all time, in my opinion. And this album was released on the same day as Enter the Wu Tang. Holy shit! Oh, <laughs> that wow. no, the moment I found out wow. that that just blew my mind, though. And to this day, that's why I have both albums wow. like here. I just love both of them, but they keep. See, like, I mean, 
right? Wow. It's, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy, right? Yeah, and just to get this out of the way, yes, the low-end theory is better than Marauders, right? In the sense that it really defined um, tribe sound, it really put jazz rap on the map, right? But for me, Midnight Marauders was yeah. the victory lap that the group deserved, though, you know? Because people were wondering if they were ever go- if they were ever going to top low-end theory, and it did, right? But what I love about this album, too, just for this off, is just how gritty it, it, there's a little bit more gritted but it's more balanced as well too right it's a very upbeat and fun yeah. album right there's a lot of bops too a lot of like you know um club tracks in it so to speak right so how i got this yeah. album is pretty interesting right in retrospect right so when i was growing up i always heard a war tour right back on radio i always heard that right and the chorus from true boy the dove you know rest in peace to true boy right um but at the time i had no clue who a tribe called Quest was, right? So I'm not sure what happened mm-hmm. first, right? But I do remember back in '98 when um, the track Find a Way, right? That was mm-hmm. all over the airwaves back in '98. That was all over, all over, all over. I just heard that song, just played everywhere. Just everywhere I went. I just always heard this song, right? I love that track, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for many Trinidadians, just letting you know this key, right? For many Trinidadians, right? How I found out about Midnight Marauders came in the form of a little intro for a little show called The Wayans Brothers. We're brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite, that is... Yes, you know oh, that after wow, we're brothers, wow. we're happy and we're singing and we're coloring. Right afterwards, they oh, play wow, first wow, like 15 wow. seconds of electric relaxation. And the moment yeah, I heard yeah. that song, that's what I fell in mm. love with 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 Tribe Called Quest. That's yeah, what I fell in love with the song. Oh. That beat, boy. Wow. Mm. That beat is timeless. That beat is timeless, right? And this is one thing I love yeah, about this yeah. track and Cutis production, right? Is that Tip will just look for like the perfect, you just find the perfect jazz and soul samples, right? And when I say perfect, I just mean type of shit that you'll hear looped it over a whole song and that will be stuck in your head for years, right? And he just crafted great songs out of these beats, right? So, uh, I mean, on a lyrical yeah. standpoint, right? Q-Tip and Five Dogs, they were just firing at all cylinders on this album. They were cocky AF on this album. Though. Like, I was just listening just the other day, like, wow, boy, y'all were just feeling all yourselves on this record, but they were just bragging and boasting all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> they were real feeling themselves on this record, right? Yeah. I just love the chemistry that they, they had between each other, right? But, again, it's just that oh. victory lap aesthetic that I love, though. Um... It's, I mean, just lyrically and instrumentally, this is just tribe at the most charismatic, most upbeat, most joyous. You know what I mean? Every track is like a standout with this. So much highlights to choose from, right? Whether it's Bus Rives' hooks on Oh My God, that Oh My God, yeah, Oh My God, you like, um, tip, yeah, yeah, you know, what you know, his storytelling that he does on Midnight, um. Fife and his cockiness on his, um, electric relaxation, like that whole Siemens furniture line that I didn't even pick up on until I saw the documentary. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, that's what you talk about? What? Yeah. Um, the Bismarcky sample yeah, on yeah. Chase Part 2, right? And I'll just mention one last moment of the mm-hmm. album that 
that's where I knew this was going to be like my top favorite, right? The mini Ripperton sample on Lyrics to Go. Just that mm. beat alone is just so transcendent, boy. I don't know whether she be like crying or dancing every time that beat comes on. Yeah. But it, it just yeah. gets me confused what I hear though. But like, that is like, I would say my favorite song on that whole album, right? And there's so much songs mm. to choose from, right? But there's something about that beat and when the drums come in and just that sustain, oh, that you hear in the background and Tip just holds it from start to end though. Like, I just hear that I'm like, I'm like in Nirvana when I hear that song, right? It's just so amazing, right? But yeah, I yeah. mean, that was the first, well, let's just say Midnight Marauders is the first album that I heard from the group. Um, since then, I became a diehard fan. I sought out their other stuff. Um, I actually have the first album on CD because they actually had a 25th anniversary edition that came out a while back. Um, Q-Tips Renaissance is still my favorite album of the 2000s. Uh, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. That's the final album that they released right after um, Five passed away. I repeat, the Five Dog. Um, mm. That was one of the top five favorite records in the 2010s. Yes, and speaking of Five Dog, um, his record, his posthumous record, Forever, was my favorite album of last year, of 2022, right? Very, but yeah, I mean, nice I am record. I am a true yeah. tribe fan. If anybody, if, if, you, you could ask anybody, I am the biggest tribe Quest fan in Trinidad and Tobago. Says so right now, I am the biggest mm. fan of tribe Quest in Trinidad and Tobago, right? And it's all <laughs> thanks to Midnight Marauders, man. This will always be my all-time favorite album. Um, I would say if you've never listened to Tribe, uh, seek this album out, man, as soon as you can. And yeah, that's that that's my list. Yeah. So you know, we can close things off with your thoughts on Midnight Marauders, man. Man, um, you know, uh, it's funny you say that because I was um, I was reevaluating my list, and today I was working, and I was like, mm. because it's you know, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I actually I put a number on. I didn't my my whole list was no particular order. That's how that's how I I I I felt it was. But I actually while we was doing this. I put um, I put a number I put a number by, you know what I'm saying. But I it's not gonna be number one is it's just it's influential influential for me. You know favorite favorite and influential. But yeah, um, what's the song? A war tour, mm. a war tour with Muhammad, my man. Tour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh man, uh, what's the award tour that back in the days of the Boulevard Olympics? All right, no, that's that, that's um, check the right, check the right, yeah, that, that's from Lou and Terry. I'm on a world tour with Muhammad, my man, going easy man, mm. with the microphone pieces. Boom, but I said that with check the rhyme and award tour, and definitely you know, electric relaxation, all that. Mm-hmm. Those, th- those two songs right there was like. Because like, um, Tribe Called Quest was so eclectic in what they did that it took people to catch up with it. Now, to find out, you know, later that Q-Tip, I mean, you saw what he did with One Love with Nas, but to find out, yeah. like, he he is the he is Fife is the spirit. Q-Tip, like you say, the Renaissance man, the. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know he was doing it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he producer like extraordinaire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Ali. I'm thinking Ali. And and then you find out later that Q 
Q-Tip was like was that guy that okay like Mob Deep their, their, their first album like he was the one to move those knobs and you know what I'm saying so yeah man I, I totally I totally understand and get that that being your number one right Straight right up. right yeah yeah